When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, friends? Before we hop into the show, I got to tell you about our friends over at Lightshade Dispensary. If you visit them online or in person, use the code DNVR and you'll get 25% off each and every purchase. And right now, they've got Escape Artists, which is the highest award topical brand in Colorado that prioritizes quality and consistency. They have ratios available in one-to-one and high-ratio CBD 20-to-one. They've got you covered with anything you need, Escape Artists. And on top of that, whether you're the connoisseur or the casual consumer, they have everything that you need. Again, that's any of their 11 locations in Colorado or online at lightshade.com. Just use that code DNVR. You'll get 25% off. All right, Dre, let's hop into the show. Number one for the one and only. Broncos podcast on this terrific Thursday night episode. Yes. Your host here is Zach Steven, joined by my man, Andrew. <laughs> We're starting over. <laughs> no, I think we got to keep this, Zach. We have to keep I'm it. so used to starting with an A, Andre. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, this I mean, is my amazing. man, Andre Simone, and we're coming to you from New Orleans. Yes, not Mobile tonight. We're coming to you from New Orleans. Today, the Senior Bowl canceled practice for media members. So, and the reason is because a lot of rain hit New Orleans. We stood out, as you guys saw from our videos yesterday, we stood outside yesterday and five hours of rain to watch practice. Today, they said, that's too much. We're not going to make you stand outside and rain. But what we're going to do is we're going to move it inside and lot not let media attend. So we said, okay, we're going to make our way back to New Orleans since that's where we flew in from. We have an early flight tomorrow morning, and we did not want to miss out yes. on a pod. So we wanted to come to you tonight on Thursday night uh, just after we had dinner and give you kind of an update on where we're at. After watching practice today, we watched practice off of uh, Twitter, off of uh, we watched the whole second practice yeah. on TV today. So we have an idea of what happened, but also give you a recap of where right. we are in terms of specifically the quarterback position. But before we talk about that, got to tell you about our presenting sponsor. MSU Denver Online, because over at MSU Denver Online, they put a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. MSU Denver is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom. And over at MSU Denver, the graduates use their relevant degrees to land coveted jobs. So check them out over at MSU Denver Online online my boy dre andre simone my friend we are just having a great time this week we started the week off together on a late night pod we're ending 
the week off together right. on a late night pod. And the thing about this pod is it's it's evergreen. Typically we do this mm-hmm. pod on Friday, but like I said, tomorrow we have an early early flight, so we wanted to make sure we got to you. But Senior Bowl practice is over, Andre. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow, I believe the uh, the athletes. I know they don't practice tomorrow. I believe they have a philanthropy day and then the game on Saturday, but a kind of a little insight to you guys listening. What's so funny, and it blew my mind the first time I went to the Senior Bowl four or five years ago, no one stays for the game. The game it's is on crazy. Sunday or on Saturday, yeah. and no one stays for the game. The game doesn't matter. Like Not only does media leave, scouts don't sk- stay for the game. Right. Uh, the only people that stay for the game are the players and yeah. the teams that are coaching them because what matters is these practices. Mm-hmm. So we got to see the important things. And, Andre, the important things for the Denver Broncos specifically, the quarterback position. Yeah. And like I said – we did follow the practice today. We watched a whole two hours here in our hotel room. What What are your takeaways? I, I want to first start off with just some quick takeaways from yeah. practice today from these quarterbacks. Yeah, from the quarterbacks specifically, it sounded like it was a bounce-back day for Kenny Pickett. Far yeah. from an immaculate day. Indoor gym, smaller condensed areas, mm-hmm. lots of red zone, and uh, even like two-minute drill. So – Condensed areas, we know Kenny Pickett, short to intermediate, that is where he's going to get the best out of his stuff. Of course, out of the elements, though it seemed like the wind was still gusting pretty good. It's a a covered indoor facility, but it's still open air, so a bit of a different deal. So bounce back day for him, sure. Not nothing too impressive from the other quarterbacks. Desmond Ritter from the stuff we were able to see, still very much gun shy. It's really just that quick slant or those quick, you know, it, beyond that, it's very yep. gun shy, lots of processing. Um, so you, you really feel like he's done himself not that much good. We'll see how the game goes for the Bearcat, former quarterback. Seemed like Bailey Zappi again. Decent enough, uh, especially when throwing into the net. We'll get into some of those (laughs) other exercises. And once again, Malik Willis felt like the livest arm. Very close to connecting on a few really nice highlight bombs. One of them, Damon Price, the Florida um, running back, had his coverage defender perfectly just slipped so Malik isn't able to complete a ball that seemed right on target to lead its target perfectly. Somehow, decent day. I didn't see anything impressive. I didn't see anything concerning. We'll be able to go back to the tape on that. So yeah, in some ways, the race stayed the same where we were at. And um, man, a big week for some disappointing in a major way for others exactly and kind of a great way to talk about the good week for some is talk about the very last drill that happened this week in practice which let's set the scene the quarterbacks start was it were they 10 the 15 uh i want to say 15 15 i thought it was the 15 and this is the second practice so this is dan campbell the detroit lions led practice so you have uh all three quarterbacks in that group which is malik Malik, willis sam howell sam howell and that's the one where zappy's in it as well and zappy's in it as well so what they do is only the quarterbacks are on the field. That's right. And the quarterback drops back. I believe it's a three-step drop. Mm-hmm. And they put a trash can in the back left corner of the end zone. That's right. And the quarterbacks are supposed to make it inside the trash yeah. can. So what they're trying to do is a back corner fade. Exactly. Essentially. Right. And right. Uh, I think Zappy went first. Mm-hmm. Typically in these things, the coaches know who the better quarterbacks are, and they do reverse <laughs> yeah, order that's right. to make it drama filled. Yeah, you know, you don't absolutely. want the best one going first, right. and then saving the stinky cheese. But no, no, that's right. you that's want right. the better one going first. So, or the better one going last, I should say. Uh, Zappy, he's like what four feet off the the trash can every time, which truly isn't that bad. 
um, it, that that would get a touchdown if you have a good receiver, and the good right. receiver is following the ball the whole right. time. Exactly. And then you had you had Sam Howell, and Sam Howell, uh, Zappy wasn't throwing a bad ball in terms of how much arc it had. Uh, Sam Howell tried to hit the roof of this open <laughs> right, air. Right, I, right. I mean, he was just lo- he was yeah. punting the ball yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. But again, not. Not a bad ball. Yep. He was landing probably right around those that four feet, maybe That's even right. a little closer, right. two or three. And each of the quarterbacks had three balls mm-hmm. that, that they got to throw. And then – so good. Good on both of them. Yeah. And then you had Malik Willis finish. And Malik Willis, his first one, really close. Yes. His second one – Hit the trash That's can. Right. Hits the side. But kind of the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's scraped the outside. And we're going, oh, everyone's going, oh. Uh-huh. By uh-huh. the way, George Payton, he's right, right there. Right there. In, right in front of That's this That's the drill. first we saw George this yes, week. Yes, it was. It, it yeah. was. And we had intel that he wasn't there for at least both practices right. on, on Tuesday. He was there yesterday, but then we actually saw him today. And then the third toss from Malik was, and, and, and remember, uh, Malik is a guy who has had concerns, uh, specifically in his tape about accuracy. Right. So this is kind of a, a really good drill for him to show. No, I'm an accurate guy. His third ball goes in the trash can, like hits the inside of the trash yes. can. Yep. Bounces out, <laughs> right, right. and the trash can does that thing where you know trash cans are circle. It it like sits on the side, and you're like, this is either gonna fall mm-hmm. or it's gonna come back mm-hmm. to earth. And it fell, and it was you know that that was the star of the show. That's right. Was that ball hitting the trash can? And so uh, it it was a really fun drill. It was yeah. a, it's a really silly well, drill. The Lions to do. have given us a cherry on top. Yes, to end every yes. single practice. Dan Campbell. Yes, that's yes. good up for Dan. Consummate. <laughs> entertainer Dan way to go he gave us something to talk about after every practice kind of ending on a fun note Mm -hmm. this though more skills competition than anything else we'd seen before at least the others were more one-on-one drills right best on best and not quarterback related exactly those are big guys and and stuff uh it's a great point Uh, Dan Campbell makes these things fun and that's not a surprise to anyone I mean, he's eating kneecaps he's eating and like kneecaps, all the fun right. stuff. So right. he's a fun guy. And but but in 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 reality and seriousness, George Payton could take something a little something away from that of okay, Malik's accuracy, mm-hmm. the best of these three. And I would say coming into this year, Sam Howell was probably viewed as the most accurate quarterback of this class coming of, into this year of that group. Yeah, no, coming into the coming, year, yes, right, right, good right. point, sure. Right, sure, exactly. Sure. So that that was a, a good tip of the cap uh, to Malik Willis. Kind of a, a little fun takeaway from today, right. but I got to get to the serious question, Let's Andre. Like I just said, George Payton, right there. I mean, he is standing, uh, you know you know how the end zone, there's the end zone, it's all painted and stuff. Oh, yeah. Then there's the, uh, what, one yard of white that that goes around in the paint around mm-hmm. the end zone, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like a no stand area. Right. George Payton, his toes were pretty much touching that area. He's yes. one yard from the yes. end zone. He's seeing the whole practice right there. He sees these quarterbacks. He sees all six of them today. Seen a lot of these guys live too this He's season. Seen great yeah, point. talking great popped point. on the Rams show yesterday. Yep. Justin was reminding me how yep. Payton was at that Rams game watching Carson Strong yep. live. I believe he was at Ole Miss to watch Malik Willis against Matt Corral, he right? He was. And I think at some point he viewed Kenny Pickett as well. Oh. But that's irrelevant. I mean, he, no, no, so no, he's no. viewed a lot no, of these he, guys. Uh, it was Kenny Kenny Pickett played. Who's the other quarterback we're not talking about outside of Zappi? Who's the other one that we have? Ritter? Haven't? Yes. No. I'm, no. No. Pitt I, I think he saw Ritter, though, in person as well. If not, he saw I four of these. I think if you're not, right. he saw yeah, four, four of these yep, six exactly. guys in exactly. person at least. And so, Dre, the question is, isn't – does George Payton like any of these guys? Or would he take Malik Willis in the third round? The question is, would he take any of these guys in the first round? Yeah. With the number nine overall pick. So my question to you is, should the Broncos take any of these guys with the number nine overall pick? From everything we've seen right now, I am giving you the opportunity to change this in a month once sure. we see the combine. Sure. I am giving you the opportunity to change this in two months before the draft. But right now, you're George Payton getting on a private jet to go back to Denver. Are you considering one of these guys at nine? 
No, I'm not. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Now, am I starting to have some easy breezy non-committal <laughs> conversations with teams in the back end mm. of round one to maybe trade back in there and take a swing? Sure. Okay. I'm uh Okay. I'm intrigued. I like what I've seen. Ninth overall, I feel like a big part of what's led to the Broncos to the spot is not maximizing premium picks. Tenth overall, you trade down, you end up with no fan. Mm. Haven't had a lot to show for that. Fifth overall, Bradley Chubb. Unfortunately, Chubb has dealt with all these injuries, and now there's some big decisions to be made um, on his future with the Broncos. You hope Pat Sertan was that one hit in the top ten. But really, Zach, batting 33% in the top ten, not great. Um, in the top 10. In the top yeah, 10. You got to maximize great. that. That said, I don't think this class is ready at number nine. Very intrigued by Malik Willis. But if I mal- miss out on Malik Willis, I'm okay with taking a swing on Sam Howell at 25, 26, 28, something like that. I can talk myself into Matt Corral or explore some of the other options in this class. Ninth overall, just a smidge too rich for my blood right now. So you you answered my second question in terms of, okay, well, not all of these quarterbacks are going to fall to 25. Yes. But you're okay with not just taking the first quarterback mm-hmm. at 25. You're okay with taking some of these. And so my next question would be, are you trading back from 9 to 25 and picking up capital, or are you drafting a stud at nine outside of the quarterback position and then trading up from where you are in the second round because you have two second-round picks, right. two third-round picks, right. back up into the first round. I would prefer to maximize that ninth overall pick, assuming things fall the way you hope they might. One of those premier offensive tackles in the top ten, a premier edge rusher, maybe an inside linebacker who could be a transcendent leader to the defense. Like, like Micah Parsons is there. Yes. Oh, wait, right. No, that's right. a year too late. Right. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Devin Lloyd, I mm. think better than Micah Parsons. Oh, so, yes. stop. Yes, no. Stop. If anyone wants to get hyped about who the Broncos should pick at nine, watch Devin Lloyd against Stanford. And then actually start start sending angry tweets to the Heisman Committee for why he wasn't <laughs> in New York getting votes. Um, and and then, then you and I can revisit. But I think you'll have – you have – Three to four really nice edge rushers. You have two to three really nice offensive tackles. You have two really phenomenal middle linebackers. One of those guys, now I think I said two to three, three to four, and two, that's going to combine for seven to nine. Yep. One of those is there. I'm happy with it. And let's use that extra draft capital we have in day two to move back up, assuming we haven't uh, figured out the quarterback position in in other areas, you know, in other avenues that you can pursue. Dre, I love this. Uh, I love this. And the reason for that is you draft a quarterback in the first round every single year if you don't have one, if, and a huge if, you like the guy. And obviously, if you if you love the guy, you do it and you don't even think twice about right. it. Right. But if you really like the guy, you do it. and and oh. you And you don't think twice about it. I'm not there with any of these quarterbacks yet in terms of loving a guy where I take. Last year, I loved – I freaking loved Mac Jones. I know. (laughs) And so the fact that you don't have to trade up to get Mac Jones, he falls to you at nine, oh, my gosh, that's the easiest thing in the world. And then if he doesn't work out, okay, you you thought you loved him. He didn't work out, but you didn't – it only cost you one year's draft. Justin Fields – I wasn't at the really love point, but I was at the really like. Yeah. I still think you yeah. take him. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't work, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a deal. Yes, yeah. it was the ninth overall pick. You missed out on a great corner in Patserton. But you move you move on. It's okay. At this point, with a number nine overall pick, a top ten pick, if you just you kind of like a guy, which is where I'm at with this entire quarterback class, you, you, you don't draft him. Yes. And uh, – if, though, 
ones there at 20, 25. And it's not going to be the top one because I stand by what I've said this whole mm-hmm. week of a, a quarterback's going in the top five regardless. Hey. But let's say the third quarterback's there, and it's Sam Howell. It's Matt Corral, who we haven't seen anything mm-hmm. of this week, mm-hmm. but I really like Matt Corral. It's one of those guys at, at 22. Sure, trade a second and a third, a.k.a. what you did for Von Miller, right. to move back up, get that guy, and then there you go. Then you have your Pat Sertan at the inside linebacker position, at the offensive tackle position, and then you also taking a flyer on this guy. But you know what? If this guy doesn't work out, you invested as much of in him as you did Paxton Lynch. Right. And right. the Broncos did not get smoked by Paxton Lynch no, in terms exactly. of an investment exactly. standpoint. You could even go next year and draft a guy. You could Absolutely. trade multiple first-round picks for Bryce Young. So that's where I'm at. Feels like you're at the exact same well, place as well. Isn't the headline from this, as much as maybe the headline and the most eye-grabbing story is Malik Willis really impressed? From a Let's let's take a breather. Yep. Let's kind of take a second and try to look at you know let's let's see the forest before the trees. Yeah. I think the main story might be Carson Strong, Sam Howell, and Malik Willis created a separation. Yep. yep. And then if you yep. add Corral yep. to that mix, well, shit, I don't think four QBs in this class are going top twenty. Right. No. So it's a great point. Wait, wait for one of those four to drop out, and you're exactly right. Paxton, Brock Osweiler, those aren't picks that no. sunk the Broncos. No. It's the it's the picks and mistakes I've referenced earlier. On top of some bigger mistakes, maybe in free agency in trying to patch up the right tackle and quarterback spots and so on and so forth, that have really cost the Broncos. Not wasting and trading up end of the end of the first. You know. Day two picks, we all know how incredibly volatile they can be. Yep. Use that. Use multiple to trade up. Take a swing on a quarterback. No one's going to hate you for it. And on top of that, Dre, not only were those picks not the ones that killed you these past five, six, eight years after mm-hmm. Peyton Mary tied, what killed you about the Brock Osweiler and the Paxton Lynch is the commitment that you put into them after you knew they yes. weren't the guy. Look, yes. if you knew Brock Osweiler was the guy, before he plays a snap in 2015, you have already given him a contract extension. That's so he's right. not leaving. Because you That's saw him for right. three full years mm-hmm. before that. That was his fourth year. And let's say you waited till that fourth year. You give him a contract extension midway through that fourth year, right after he's played three or four games when Peyton's mm-hmm. been out. Boom, you lock him up. You're set to go. There's your commitment. Same thing with Paxton. You knew after, like, I knew after a month of him being in the building he wasn't the guy. They knew three days probably right after drafting him that he wasn't the guy. But what did they do? They waited the next year to not draft anyone. They waited the next year to not draft anyone, and that really hurt them as well. So that's something where if you draft a guy with your – not first first overall pick this year it's with the 20 mm-hmm. even let's say a Carson Strong's falls in the second round you get him don't be afraid to move on from that guy after this year you just have to give him a fair shot this year That's to right. then say he's not the guy let's trade up to get Bryce mm-hmm. Young to get Stroud to get one right. of these guys right. next year or you know trade a lot for whoever the free agents yep. or or uh, guys on the trade market are next year something like that yeah uh, go Google uh, sunk cost fallacy to understand what Zach just described. <laughs> <laughs> Way over my head. But, Trey, something that is not over my head is Athletic there he Greens. Is. Yes. Our friends over at Athletic Greens. Yes. What they do is they provide a fantastic product that you take every morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, I got it last week. And they send yeah. you their product. It's, it comes in a bag, and then they also send you a really cool tin. Yep. And you take a little scoop of their athletic greens, which just helps with gut health. It That's honestly incredible. makes me feel just a lot more. It's almost like I'm drinking a cup of coffee in terms right. of how it wakes right. me up, how exactly. it makes me feel in yep. the morning. And then also just makes me feel so much better throughout the day. Uh, you put that in six to eight ounces of water. You chug it. Bada bing, bada boom, go on with your day. And you're just feeling so much better from a day-to-day standpoint. And also, like like I said, like a, a, an hour-to-hour standpoint, it's cheaper than a cup of coffee that right. you're going to have right. every day. Yep. You stop at your local coffee joint, get a coffee. That's more expensive 
than athletic greens. Something else, it's a lifestyle friendly. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, you don't have to worry about that. It's friendly to all of that. You're just getting a, a ton of greens in your day. It contains one less or less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial taste or anything like that. Like I said, it's very affordable yeah. and it has over 7,000 five-star reviews. So you have to check Unreal. them out. If you just want to feel better, it helps with immune, your immune system gets you your vitamin D. Yeah. And if you use, if you go to athleticgreens.com slash Broncos, you'll get five free travel packs with your first purchase. That's what you need to do. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Broncos and you'll get five free travel packs with your first purchase. Check them out. We've all checked them out. Yeah, and it uh, it really makes you feel good. Start your day with just one scoop mm-hmm. and a little bit of water and it will make you feel a lot better. That's athleticgreens.com slash Broncos. American Raptors, those guys are the best. They have been doing such incredible stuff over there. The program they have, um, you know, has been incredible. They're a rugby club composed of crossover athletes, and they ended their first season 5-5. Five and five. If you haven't heard of the American Raptors, they are Rugby Town USA's newest rugby team. Um, They're athletes who have competed at the highest level of their respective sports getting into rugby, which is so exciting. I always like to say with Henry back in the day, you're a big fan of triple option football. Mm. You are going to love rugby. Those guys are incredible athletes. Got to play both sides. Um, And really, like, it's happening. It doesn't feel like it yet, Zach, but it is happening. The football season is over. Yeah. My friend, it is over. We just got the Super Bowl left. The Senior Bowl's in the books. It's really you disappointing, Dre. C- it absolutely Honestly. is. And uh, that's what you can do with the American Raptors. You can check out some amazing athletes. Um, you know, they're free. Um, go to head over to AmericanRaptors.com and yet grab your free tickets for the upcoming season. If you can't make it to a game, they'll be streaming there. Um, our guy Colton Strickler is covering the team weekly DMVR rugby podcast. Subscribe, check those out. It's amazing stuff. Um, Colton does some incredible content. So yeah, we just love that partner of ours and all that they do and all that. the I mean, just the, the sport of rugby and what they're doing to grow it locally. And you got to check us out. Andre, speaking of checking, uh, I'm checking you out right now because oh, wow. you got Thanks. a Justin Simmons what DNVR shirt, shirt on right now. It's it amazing. is a beautiful blue, Broncos blue shirt, mind I say, oh, yeah. with the Broncos orange across. And you got Justin Simmons wagging his mm-hmm. finger like he does. And you can get one of those shirts for yourself yeah. over at dnvrlocker.com. You can also get one of those shirts for free. How? May you ask? Go to DNVR. There he is. TheDNVR.com. Mm-hmm. Join our family where you get so many perks. And one of those perks is you get a free shirt of your choice. You can right. get the Justin Simmons shirt if you want yourself. And when you get that membership, you also get to join our family. You get to read all of our articles mm-hmm. on our website. You also get to subscribe and uh, support us for doing these trips yes, out here. Absolutely. And then also you get to comment on the podcast to ask the questions. And we're going to get to those questions in just a second. So go to the DNVR.com and join our family. But before we get to the questions, Dre, I want to get some more winners and losers from you uh, from this entire Senior Bowl week beyond the quarterbacks because obviously the quarterback most important thing, but that's 80% of being successful in the NFL. You got to do some other things in the NFL in order to have success, and there were a lot of other players here. Who stood out from you? Who are some winners and losers? Yeah, I really think Perry on Winfrey, 95 from Oklahoma, guy who was forced kind of on the nose for the Sooners has been able to show off his skills as more of a three tech penetrating interior defensive tackle in a three man front, which is what the Broncos use. He seems like his length and strength, that quickness off the snap could really benefit him. He is a guy that just consistently stood out day in day out was extremely impressive. Um, And, you know, I'm going to continue talking about, those outstanding defensive tackles. But before we do that, Trey McBride, once again, uh, block of the day, 
it yeah. has been unbelievable what the the local kid and our DNVR athlete has been able to do every single day at practice having one of the biggest plays of the day today i would credit him <laughs> with maybe the block of uh, yeah. the one of the best blocks of the entire yeah. senior world practice absolutely flattens the edge defender mm -hmm. on the right side to just close that side down and allow for a walk in touchdown you and i could have scored that in the red zone drill all because of trey mcbride he was absolutely one of the biggest winners of the entire senior bowl i i wouldn't go as far as saying he's a lock to go in round one because you know no one's a lock in the draft okay. but uh especially a mountain west tight end Absolutely, but, but man, Dre, Dre, as far as Mount West yeah. tight ends go, Zach. <laughs> Just to add to what Trey McBride did, the very first thing we thought of Trey McBride this week was, oh my gosh, he's tiny. Yep. And yep. that, you don't say that in a good way about yep. a tight end, really any player in the NFL, but specifically from the tight end position. And, uh, you know, I think Ryan was the first one to point out. Then you noticed right away. And, you know, I, I love to give Ryan a little pushback on his CSU of course, guys. But of course. I couldn't deny it. <laughs> I mean, Trey, he was, he was so small compared to the rest of these tight ends. And I thought that was the, the start of a down week for him. Nope. It, it, that, that was just an observation that everyone's going to have. And then you forget about it the way he plays. Uh, his arms – and you made a great point about his arms. His arms are – big arms for a tackle yeah, and that shows right, on the right. football field it when sure he has does. a contested catch mm -hmm. even though he's two inches smaller than a yes, lot of tight ends yes, he's able to get his hands up where any tight mm -hmm. end would get them and then his hands are dare i say the best hands of anyone at the senior bowl nice. including nice. beyond just tight ends wide receivers his hands are so freaking good he had that maybe the catch of the senior right. bowl he had the block right. of the senior bowl today what he did so he was lined up on the right side of the right tackle. And I kid you not, he pushed the defense. I don't remember if it was a defensive end or an outside linebacker. Someone lined up on the mm -hmm, line of scrimmage. Mm -hmm. He pushed that guy to where the left guard was. That's how powerful it was. It was and incredible. it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't a backside yeah. block. No, the, the play was going to the right side. It was so powerful. Trey McBride, a huge winner from this senior bowl. Absolutely. I mean, and the thing is, and this is such an important, important lesson in scouting, don't just look at the numbers on a sheet. Yes, it was noticeable that height, definitely undersized height-wise. We notice it even on the field, so it matches up to the eye test. Mm -hmm. But did it impact him at all as a blocker? Right. Being able to go make outstretched catches, being able to make contested catches, not in the slightest. Mm -hmm. Absolute stud. So he's a huge winner. As I mentioned, I'm going to go back um, – to some of the other defensive tackles that really stood out. Travis Jones, defensive tackle, Connecticut. Odio Ogbonna, UCLA defensive tackle. These guys are just um, absolute uh, fire hydrants, uh, they were the, the defensive line was fantastic. And like, yeah. like we talked about a yeah. tad bit yesterday, the Broncos need some defensive linemen. Are they going to yeah. use the first overall pick on one? No. Probably not. But day two, would I be surprised if they took the – no, I would not be surprised at all. So it, it, it they showed out great today, and that's good news for the Broncos. Neil Farrell, the other one out of LSU, just unbelievable. These are all guys end of day two, maybe even day three you could find. And as you said, could add a nice balance between some of those raw interior penetrators you have, McTelvin Ajim, mm -hmm. even Draymond Jones, who's still coming into his own – paired with one of these absolute tanks would be really fun. But let's get to one of your guys. We've uh, seen some intriguing running backs. Devontae Price out of Florida International. Damon Pierce, Florida, played very well. Good job showing some separation on routes, showing some ability to catch the ball, uh, decent balance, decent in pass pro. But a guy who stood out so much, he was given the Dan Campbell you finish out this drill one-on-one <laughs> against Tyndale, one of the best inside linebackers in the entire country from the national champions at Georgia. In fact, a bit of a natty rematch here. B-Rob, as we call him, the Alabama uh -huh. running back. And we know this. He maybe isn't the flashiest, most explosive running back. He's a guy 
who is only able to finally get his shine and be yep. the bell cow back for that Alabama offense in his final year in Tuscaloosa. But what he may lack in flash, he makes up for as the most reliable third down back there is. And that's why he's tasked to go and pass block in the final drill for yep. Dan Campbell against a dynamic interior linebacker. He showed that off. He showed the pass-catching skills. What do you think of his performance? Yeah, I mean, it, today he popped literally yes, in this drill. So you have a quarterback sitting back in shotgun, and you have a linebacker blitzing, and the running back is is the guy to protect the quarterback, and that's all it is. It's those three guys. You have a linebacker running full speed, and B-Rob not only protects his quarterback, he Pops him so hard that's right. that this linebacker that's coming full speed, and remember, B-Rob is just standing there. He mm-hmm. blows the linebacker backwards, and Dan Campbell says, do it again, do it again. They do it again, and it's the exact same <laughs> right, result. He right. pops this guy, and Dre, I think he's an important guy to talk about because are the Broncos drafting a running back in round one this year? Far from it. Let's say the Broncos let Melvin Gordon walk in right, free agency. Right. Are they drafting a running back in round two or three? Unlikely. They have a lot of picks on day two, maybe at the end of it. But I I would venture to say there's like a 20% chance of that happening. Right. So if they let Melvin Gordon walk, and we'll talk about that a lot as the month month and two goes on. Right. uh, But let's say Melvin Gordon's not here. Javante Williams is clearly the Broncos' number one running back. But you're going to need at least a third running back. Even if if you like Mike Boone, you're going to need a third running back. But let's say you want to compliment, get some competition to Mike Boone for that number two. Man, Brian Robinson would be good because not only is he a good running back. I mean, last year when oh. he was finally the starter at Alabama, in 14 games he ran for 1,300 yards, uh, over 1,300 yards, pretty much 100 yards a game, 14 touchdowns. So this right. is a guy that can produce as a running back, yeah. but you want a guy that can also be a compliment to Javante Williams, and Brian Robinson can absolutely so reliable. be that compliment, be reliable, especially as a rookie, especially if he's blocking for a yes, rookie. Yes, exactly. That's someone you want. So – I really liked him. He had a very good senior bowl, especially today. Brian Robinson Jr., Alabama running back. And while we're going to talk a lot about outside zone and the Nathaniel Hackett offense, what were their running backs in Green Bay? You know, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, not necessarily, you know, power guys, guys who can get downhill. So I wouldn't be surprised to see more of a power matchup like Brian Robinson with with Javante. Jerome Ford, the dynamic scat back out of Cincinnati, also had a nice week, I thought. And final guy I'd name I'd make is Greg Dulcich, the tight end out of UCLA. He had that mm-hmm. catch, or he was involved in the throw of the day yesterday. Of course, he was right. wide open, so we didn't credit him much for just catching a wide open no, catch. Right. Most of the work was from Malik Willis. Consistently, though, creating separation, catching nice balls. He's a guy who showed up on tape at UCLA as well. So um, I don't know how much the Broncos might be in the market for a tight end. Again, that Hackett offense might require two, three tight ends, you know. Yeah. And I don't know if Andrew Beck or the options they have outside of Noah Fant and Alberto are your best number three tight ends. There will be some nice options that were here in Mobile for sure. That's a that's a great point, and I have a lot of people asking me about Trey McBride, you know. Can, can he be a Bronco? And he's too good. Unfortunately, he's too good to be a Bronco. Yeah. So, so maybe yeah. out of UCLA, that's a guy that could be a legitimate option Goal where you're talking yeah. uh, a third tight end if Albert O gets hurt and you can't trust that. Of course, I'm touching wood right now about Albert O getting Heck hurt. Yeah. But just someone that, that you have there, maybe that's who you're talking about. Unfortunately, Trey McBride is just too Good and Dre, something that's yeah. not too good is our friends over at Green Mountain Dental. They're there the absolute is. best. You need to get your teeth cleaned twice a year. You Come need on. to go to dentist. So you might as well go to Come the on. best damn family owned dentist in the Denver metro area, and that is our friends over at Green Mountain Dental. They're only a 15 minute drive from downtown Denver. And if all of that wasn't enough, Dre, they'll talk Colorado sports with you because they are diehard Ooh. Colorado sports fans. They're at the DNVR ball all the time. When you go in, 
the Win Talk Colorado Sports with you. So boom, and I'll throw a cherry on top because you guys know how much I love cherries on top of Sundays. And this is the cherry on top. <laughs> if you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush. Again, like I said, you're going to go to the dentist anyways. Might as well get a free Sonicare toothbrush to take care of your teeth the other 363 days that you're not visiting Whoa. the dentist. So check them out over at Green Mountain Dental. Schedule that cleaning, x-ray, and exam and get a free Sonicare toothbrush. Dre, you were jonesing on something this week. I was. You couldn't bet when we were in Alabama. We're back in Louisiana, and you can uh, check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's phenomenal. I can't wait to get back to Denver. I can't wait for you all to sign up with DraftKings Sportsbook. They are the best. Their odds. Um, It's just, like, incredible how great this app is, how much I'm able to do. All the sports that I miss from Italy, I'm able to bet on all that. It doesn't matter if it's Italian basketball, Italian soccer. I can bet on Italian women's soccer. I can bet on Italian second division Mm -hmm. soccer. Italian tennis players at the Australian Open. They have it all. Odds for the number one overall draft pick with all this great draft talk we've given you all week. They've got it. Did I lose money on Dan Quinn to be the Broncos' next head coach? You betcha I did because DraftKings has it all, baby. And this week, I don't need to tell you, fellas, it is the week of the big game. Super Bowl is here, and the official partner of the NFL, DraftKings Sportsbook number one in all the land, Zach, is offering this incredible offer to new users. Sign up. And, uh, you know, pick your winner of the big big game, bet just $5, and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Gun to your head, Zach. I just need one Oof. word. Who are you taking if you were a new user to bet $5 and win 280 Ramps, go Vaughn. <sighs> All of a sudden, I've been turned into – a McVeigh non-believer. I don't know what's <laughs> happening to me. You can be a McVeigh non-believer or believer. You can be a loyal listener or not. Download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code DMVR and get those amazing odds on top of all our other incredible offers, all their odds boost, and everything else that their incredible app has to offer. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem on call 1-800-522-4700. Dre, we got to talk to the people because I love talking to you. But yes. the people want to talk to you as well. Absolutely. So the first comment coming in from Peyton Manning YT. My boys, my I'm guy. sorry you didn't like my mega protein <laughs> eggs on burger take. But it is definitely personal preference. I do think that's a big thing with eggs on a burger. It's personal preference. Yeah. Dre and I. It was a late show too. Not like, our I, I wouldn't take too much into what our what our takes That's were. Very true. And this is a late show as well. Yeah, it is. It it says is, as far as I can see, these are the Broncos quarterback options for next year. Please quickly rate them. But here is my rankings: one, Russell Wilson; two, Aaron Rodgers; three, Kirk Cousins; four, Malik Willis; five, Sam Howell; six, Jalen Hurts slash Gardner Minshew, whichever the Eagles don't go for as their starter; seven, Matt Corral; nine, Kenny Pickett. 10, Carson Strong. 11, Bailey Zappi. 12, Man. Desmond Ritter. 13, Matt Ryan. I feel like I'm reading like the 12. <laughs> oh, my God. Live. Diddy's Lansing. 8, played some booking. Uh, <laughs> we have, he says, after Matt Ryan at 13, he says, the list really ends here. But just to show how anti-Jimmy G I am, <laughs> the list continues. 14, Tim Tebow. Whoa. 15, Talia Tagalolo, which should probably be ranked higher. (laughs) 16, PJ Walker. 17, Cardale Jones. 18, Jimmy Garoppolo. And 30, get it? AKA 30 for 30, Jameis Winston. Wow, a lot of shade thrown at famous Jameis. Wow. Jameis would be higher on this list for me. Yeah. Okay, I love it that. Would be, yeah. Okay, Zach, how would you rank these guys? Um, this one? is actually great because you're making real off-season decisions. Okay, here. eleven mates of milking, seven songs of feet. <laughs> <laughs> you invented the new holiday DMVR Broncos song. Ten yeah. Carson Strong, nine Kenny Pickett, <laughs> five Kenny Pickett, four four Malik Wilson, three Kirk Cousins, two and Rogers, then a one Russell Wilson and. Denver. <laughs> That's oh what I'm going God. with, though. I'm going, oh I'm going Russell. I think he's got this right. Our guy Peyton Manning, Whoa. YT, has Russell Wilson number one. That's my number one. 
Because, Dre, he has, what, seven, eight more years than Aaron <sighs> Rodgers? Yeah. So he's the easy one. Russell, Aaron Rodgers, too. I cannot get this song out of my head when reading this <laughs> list that he gave us. It you've, is just absurd. Congratulations, Peyton Manning, YT. You've broken yeah, sacks. Yeah, so yes. that's good. Uh, my question to you, Dre, is, is Kirk Cousins three? Taking everyone into account. No. So I would flip-flop one and two. I've been scared off by the last couple of years of Russ. I would rather just a rookie than paying Kirk Cousins even for a year. And what rookie? Wow, this is a tough one. This is tough. Yeah, I guess we'll go Malik. Let's go Malik. Malik. Let's Malik. do it, baby. Let's there, do it. Is is Russ still two though? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay, yeah. no Ru- doubt, no doubt. Russ, Russ There's is two. There's a massive drop off after the top two, right? Yeah, and <sighs> Dre, I'm at the same point as you. For next year, I do take Kirk Cousins over any of these rookies. Heck, I probably take Jimmy G. But I'm not looking at just next year. I'm looking at the future. So I do take a rookie after that tier one group of right. of guys you're trading for i i take a rookie there uh <laughs> i would be okay with Jameis above cardale jones pj walker <laughs> tally at tongue of Ilova. although tim tebow at 14 i probably put tim tebow honestly at three above any of the rookies but that's just me uh but uh Jameis winston actually we're probably gonna have a conversation in the next couple months about him Are because we? i thought he was oh a lock to come back when john payton was, was the quarterback of the saints or, or the head coach of the Saints, no longer that. So uh, I could see Jameis Winston being a more realistic option for the Broncos. But again, that's a conversation for another day. A conversation mm. for right now, Andre, is our friend from Windy City Broncos saying, I want to circle back on my comments from the other day when Flores originally filed the lawsuit. The explanation from the Broncos makes a lot of sense. It definitely makes sense that the members of the Broncos organization would seem tired after their flight schedule. I can easily see how the Flore- for how Flores might have perceived that as being driven by a late night at a bar instead of a plane flight. I'll retract my hot take on Elway being an embarrassment, though I still don't think he was a good general manager. For the NFL in general, I'm looking forward to seeing what's uncovered as the lawsuit moves forward. Emails and texts about coaching candidates will come out, and we can see whether teams take the Rooney rule seriously or not. Surely some do, but many don't, and there's never been consequences for teams that didn't. We're never going to have a perfect NFL when it comes to the matter of race. It can do better, though, and I really hope that this lawsuit is a step in the right direction. Yeah, I think that's a great perspective. Let it play out. And um, yeah, it's a great point that the issues of race we have in this country go way beyond the NFL and uh, important to look at those, even if uh, on our small little podcast that can bring something to light. And on the opposite of small, little, we have a next comment and last one coming in from Massive Chubb. (laughs) 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 Who says, lads, can you help this lifelong Broncos fan decide who to root for in the Super Bowl? (laughs) On one hand, (laughs) you know what? This is pretty funny. Just like earlier today, I was talking to Ryan about how we've never had a live pod where we just couldn't stop laughing. And thanks to uh, Mr. Chubb, this is uh, going to be tough to get through. But he says, on one hand, I want Vaughn to get that second ring. On the other hand, if the Bengals lose, then uh, (laughs) I I don't get it. Do you? Harambe's death will have been for nothing. Um, also, any change the Broncos take, um, anyways, who are you choosing, (laughs) Dre? Who do you want to win? Who should Broncos fans cheer for? It's the city of Cincinnati. They need this. Uh, So if you guys are thinking this from any perspective other than poor little old Cincinnati versus disgusting LA that doesn't even care about their team then I think you're missing the point. Uh, We've had comments all week about people concerned that their team might be moved. You know whose team got moved? The St. Louis freaking Rams. And now this team full of superstars is going to win a Super Bowl. Oh, McVay's great. Von Miller's great. Who cares? Go Bengals all day, every day, baby. Queen City for life. Wow. That is until they play the Broncos and screw them, you know. But Queen City for life until then. Well, I mean, you make a really good point. <laughs> so in your DraftKings uh, plug earlier, you must have really hated me when I said go Rams. Yeah, yeah, no because doubt. Von Miller, you just glossed over him like he was trash. No, Von Miller 
You root for number 58. Look, a month ago, 40? you should have been rooting against Von Miller because yes. then the Broncos would have had a significantly better there, draft there pick. He is. Now you root for Von. You root for number 58. You hope 40. that he – number 40. You're right. Thank you. You hope that he has the next Super Bowl MVP, and he is a two-time Super Bowl MVP, and there's no question that he is a first ballot MVP. Hall of Famer. Plus 5,000 on DraftKings to win the Super Bowl. That would be a Hall of Fame winning bet. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt at all. And there's no (laughs) doubt that this podcast is done. Thank you guys so much for rolling with us through the week. We've talked to you in New Orleans. We've talked to you in Mobile. And it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you all so much for rolling with us. We're going to go explore New Orleans before catching our early morning flight. And thank you all so much for all of the support and all of the love. We'll talk to you next week on the DNVR Broncos podcast. Now understand that you need some time I know some landmarks we used to hit We're flying cotton Take you back.